Hello, and welcome to Someday We'll All Be Dead, a podcast where we talk about all the things with a social work perspective. I'm your host, Hallie Harris, and I'm a hospice social worker. And I'm Matt. All right, today is September the 7th. It is 9 p.m. Today is the day that they finally called the election for 2020, I guess for 2021, uh, for Joe Biden. And I have been trying to bide my time and not really have a lot of political comments for this, but I feel like, you know, now might be the time to have have some comments and have some thoughts on this. Yeah, I'm not about to gloat. I, uh, I'm happy that Donald Trump will not be our president. It's been a long four years. There's been a lot that other political podcasts can do much more justice in talking about. But I think for us, it's important to talk about the fact that yes, it was a relief. Um, I think it's safe to say we're both liberal leaning, even though both of us have owned weapons, both of us have served our military, um, but we are, are both still liberal. We both still believe in the majority of the liberal ideals. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I understand a lot of the ideals that gun owners have I, I appreciate and agree with a lot of things on the Republican agenda. However, I don't think Donald Trump is a good president, and I don't. I'm I'm glad he's not going to be our president <clears throat> anymore. Yeah. So, aside from him not being our president, and and I would say we both agree that weren't you know Biden was not our first choice. No, yeah. I I don't think that America was anywhere near ready for someone like Andrew Yang or Pete Buttigieg. Who... Oh, sick. I swear to God, uh, I might have voted for Kamala Harris if she ran her own goddamn ticket. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we need to acknowledge this is the first female vice president. What did, uh, was it Julia... Louise Dreyfus, what did she tweet today? It's no longer a fictional character. Madam, Madam Vice President is no longer a fictional character. Yeah. In 2020, <laughs> that is incredible. Yeah. The fact that that has not happened yet. And not only is she female, but a person of color. Yeah. Good for her, good for us. Good all around. So there's, there's absolutely nothing wrong. I mean, I don't think Biden is the strongest candidate, but he is far and above uh right and we we can begin to uh judge them by their performance yeah starting now well i i don't i don't think either one would have been my choice i just like who it is now and uh all right i'll let you know how i feel about them in a couple of months i guess yeah i think you know it's Something that I tweeted earlier today was about the fact that I was glad that Biden had not jumped ahead and said that he won because the whole premise of the Democratic Party was that every single vote counts. And I didn't think that it was fair um, that regardless of our history in the last couple of decades to call presidencies before all votes are counted, 
there are still a large percentage of absentee, especially during COVID, and military ballots that are not counted until days after the election. Um, I understand that at some point, the percentage that someone's ahead, it doesn't matter how many more votes are counted. That's fine. You know, speculate that. But I think, you know, one of the talking points that people have mentioned is getting rid of the Electoral College. I personally think that's not going to happen for a long time for a lot of different reasons. Um, I'd be happy to go with the popular vote, but maybe that's because I feel like it's probably more in line with my personal beliefs. Aside from that, if we do get rid of the Electoral College at some point, we better get real used to being patient and waiting for votes to count because that's what's going to happen. <laughs> you guys are all, oh God, it's been four days. Why can't we call it? Well, maybe because every fucking vote needs to count like we've been talking about for the past month leading up to this. <laughs> it's pretty infuriating when I hear people complain that it's so close. Why don't we have a name? Well, because we've insisted that it's important that every vote counts. And I fully believe that. And if you have any intent of getting rid of the Electoral College, you better start believing it too. I 100% agree. And I'm looking forward to no longer hearing anything about fake news, <laughs> and fake media, uh, you know. Would you like to talk about the little video tweet that we saw today <laughs> that made us laugh out loud? What was that one? I don't know who the guy was, but it was a news broadcast where a Trump supporter with a Trump shirt and a MAGA or Trump mask came out. At least he was wearing a mask. He walked up behind the news guy. And started yelling. And he said, is, this, is, uh, this... is this real news or is this fake news? <laughs> and the, the guy that was uh, on the scene turned I around. I think it was CNN. Might have been CNN. Turned around, looked at him and said, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and then turned back around and started doing his broadcast yeah. with a big old shit-eating grin. Yeah. Which you know is either going to cost him his job or a big fat fine. Yeah, and I'm sure he's happy to fucking lose his job over that shit. <laughs> I because... feel like it was worth it for all the struggle that the media has had in the last four years about being accused of being fake news, even though they're just reporting things that aren't in alignment with the Republican Party. Yeah. Um, this is some serious... Uh cathartic shit going on right now and uh that was one of them yeah i think you know i i appreciate that people are happy i myself am also relieved to know you know it's it's not over first of all he's gonna continue trump number 45 is gonna continue to fight this um as of today <clears throat> the 7th of november this is not over I have faith in the system, and I'm sure that whatever happens will happen the way it should happen. And if he wants to make sure that it's thorough and true and and honest, that you know that it'll it'll come out that way. I well, I'd like to know if he would actually win. I don't think that he wants it to be honest and true. I think he wants to see if he can get any votes thrown out to make it true, but I hear what you're saying. I am amused that the Electoral College finally worked out in the Democrats' favor. 
Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's part of my issue today is, yes, I'm I'm slightly relieved to know that Joe Biden has won, a.k.a. a Democrat has won, or frankly, anyone has won over Trump. But what continues to make me sad, as I expressed to you earlier today, is that this vote was so close. That there were so many people in the United States that continue to support Trump's agenda, whether they want to admit that they support Trump himself or um, that they report a Republican Party that has allowed Trump to spew his nonsense, which is not Republican values at all. That's probably one of the most frustrating things to me. I, I'm not and can't remember ever having been Republican, although I'd say I probably was a little more conservative when I was younger. It is exceedingly frustrating to me that the GOP has not stood up to him at this point, even in the face of losing the election. They continue to be soft and not stand up to him. And I just, for the life of me, cannot figure this out. Like, this is a democracy. This is, you know, I know there have been other instances where people refuse to concede, but it's, it's just so frustrating to me. And I have to keep reminding myself that this is not the worst time in human history. This is not the worst time in U.S. politics. This is not the worst time in the U.S in general. And despite that, I'm, I'm still, my happiness is still tempered with sadness, knowing that there's so much hate and divisiveness still out there. Could there be worse though? Yes, absolutely. There could be worse. There could be rioting and violence and a new rise of some kind of, you know, even more incensed white supremacy movement, Proud Boys, whatever they call themselves, KKK. Um, yeah, it could be worse. But it's pretty fucking bad right now. For people of color, it's awful. Yes, I'm, I'm aware that progress does not move in a straight line. That progress does move ahead slowly and sometimes we take a couple steps back in the last four years very slow yes very slow have been a couple steps back and and what also terrifies me is the supreme court picks that that trump has been able to pick three supreme supreme court picks you know i i have a fantasy that gorsuch will have some kind of you know consciousness awakening and realize that he really needs to step down so that Merrick Garland can have his place, where, his rightful place. Are you kidding? It's not going to happen, but it's a fantasy. Ugh. I don't even... I can't. Yeah. I know. So, although today a lot of my liberal friends are celebrating and happy, I want them to have this joy. I want them to have this stress relief and be able to sleep tonight but for me it's still sad it still <clears throat> indicates how much healing we still have to do it's going to be so long before we recover from this aside from coronavirus that's a whole nother thing yeah but let's let's not just let's let's celebrate all right let's celebrate come on 
We did have a little bit of a dance party today. Let's celebrate a little bit. <laughs> Come on. I mean, we can celebrate just a little bit. Just a little bit. I really want to, and I'm really trying to, but it's so hard for me when I know the background is that... Donnie Dipshit is not going to be the president anymore. Right, but almost half the country voted for him. What does that say? I mean, I really do want to know what the percentages were. I realize that it sounds like the percentages of registered voters was actually higher um, and much higher than it has been in several past elections. So that's encouraging that more people are out there voting. And despite whatever they vote for, I'm just happy that people are voting, you know. But what I want to know is how many, what, what's the percentage of registered voters that voted in total? And I still, I haven't looked that up yet. I've been kind of, even with the announcement of Joe Biden, I've still been kind of staying away from the news. But I do want to know what, what is the percentage of registered voters that actually voted. Don Jr. voted for him, I'm sure of it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he didn't. <laughs> I don't even know so, the, other, the other guy's name. The other Eric. Eric. Yeah. And probably, Tiffany he probably voted. and Ivanka. Yeah, they probably voted. Yeah, they probably did. They probably did. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wanted us to keep in mind. Um, you know, I saw a tweet today, and I get people's vitriol. I get people's anger. I saw a tweet today that reminded us that there's still almost half of the nation that felt the same way you did, as in AKA liberals did, in 2016. That's not a false statement. We have been divided for four years. That's not a surprise. <clears throat> we are, that's not, okay, okay, I, I get what you're saying, but that's not our fucking problem. I, no, I don't think it's our problem, but I think it's important to remember that these are still people that we have to interact with on a daily basis. People are racist. People don't like how the world is, how the United States is going. I understand why people vote for Trump. I don't understand. But racism, I think, is probably one of the reasons I definitely think that's one of the reasons. I don't think that's the only reason. And I also don't think that everybody that voted for him, at a minimum, sees themselves as racist. So What I, is it about guns? What is it? What is it about? Well, you saw me post that one video. That he's not taking care of? You saw me post that one video that said, can you please explain to me, with all the things he's done, without mentioning Biden what your worries are what what is your problem and the comment that i did get that was respectful that i appreciate was about the fear of socialism which this person says that they understand although i'm not sure that they do because socialism joe biden is definitely centrist he's not socialist there are already socialist programs in the United States. Medicare is a socialist program. NASA. Social is Security. Socialist NASA. <laughs> All of these things are socialist programs <laughs> that help support the social network and the social fiber. I don't think that they fully understand that socialist programs can be can coincide with capitalist ventures. I don't mm, think they're somehow mutually socialism exclusive. is bad. They feel like it's bad because they feel they've been taught the whole 
pull yourself up by your bootstrings because they've never been exposed to cultures that weren't even allowed to have strings to pull themselves up with. So fucking shut your fucking mouth, open up your ears, and pay attention, and fucking learn. But they don't know until they've been exposed to it, that's what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. all, all they've been exposed to is what they've heard, and what they've heard causes fear, which drives them to vote in a certain direction. Right. If everybody just fucking just did, just acted upon what somebody said, oh, that that's what I heard. <laughs> What kind of word are we... I know it's frustrating. I know. I get upset. It's okay. and It's okay to be frustrated, you know. I'm not all lo- always level-headed. I'm not always calm and Well, that's collected. what I heard. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't mean I don't feel those things. I'm extremely opposed to 99% of what Trump did and what he said. And, and you know, we have someone in our lives that has continued to ask us, what has Trump personally done to you? And every He's time that lied I and lied and lied and lied. Well, you and know lied what he would say. He would argue that that's lied. not to you personally. He wants to uh, know what you personally have been affected by. Oh, nothing. But well, not nothing for me because I work in healthcare and I'm very much directly affected by COVID. But he continues to argue. Does that you know, mean, no matter what my answer is, he argues that. That's what I'm saying. Is like, okay, so he's a good president because he hasn't done anything directly to me. <laughs> well, that's my point. No president has done anything directly to anyone unless yeah. it's someone that they know. So it's it's an unrealistic standard to hold someone to because you can't prove anything. Yeah. Aside from the fact that he is the commander-in-chief, that he is the president of the United States, and he must bear some responsibility for his decisions. Wait, he's a commander-in-chief? Did he serve in the military? <laughs> Are we going to bring that up? Yeah. Have, you, have you served in the military? You know I have. Uh, yeah, me too. That's another conflict that I think both of us have, is understanding how... How veterans Neither could, did Obama. could support him. There have been several presidents in a row that haven't served. Um, you know, George Bush served, but there was even some question about that, about how much or what he served or how he served. You know, even within that, there was some dissension in the ranks. And honestly, I think the country's just not ready for someone like Pete Buttigieg. We don't deserve him. No. We do not deserve Pete Buttigieg yet. He's young. He worked fucking intel. He's a veteran. He's intelligent. He's level-headed. He's calm. And I'm absolutely certain that we will see him again in the presidential race. That doesn't mean that I'm not excited that our vice president-elect is currently a woman who is a person of color and a lawyer. She's very smart. I'm very excited to have her. Did she serve in the military? I don't think so. I'd have to look it up, but I don't think so. There's not a lot. I mean, honestly, the percentage of people that have served in the, in the military compared to the U.S. population is, I feel like last time I looked, it was less than 5%. It seems like a lot to us because a lot of the people that we know served. But in the general population, that's not the case. I'm just thinking that it, as, as litigious as our society is, Lawyers are going to be presidents from now on. It's not about serving your country, being a military, uh, you know, 
I mean, I don't think we need a former general to be the fucking president. They but I think it's a benefit. So all fucking lawyers are going to be presidents from now on. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I hope this breaks the glass ceiling and that eventually Kamala can be president or some other female can be president. I mean, it certainly leans in that direction. It's definitely been out of... It has been in people's stories, but it hasn't been a lot of people's stories. The majority of the stories have been about Trump. And it's exhausting. And I'm still exhausted. I, I still struggle with the social work side of me that tries to see the good in people that voted for someone that is so the opposite of every single value that I hold. And understanding where they're coming from. And, and trying to understand why they would do that. Um... And, you know, again, it's, it comes back to it is extremely disheartening for me to see how close this election was. I, I was preparing myself for a second term of Trump, even though I didn't think it was likely. But to see how close this election was in the popular vote is really disheartening. It, it really makes me sad. And that, that's another reason, like... The Electoral College is not a good measure of that. I want to see the popular vote, but even in the popular vote, I mean, even in Washington State, we had governor, a governor race where we had Governor Inslee, who's very progressive and all about climate change, etc. And then we had a very rural sheriff from a tiny little town in eastern Washington with no other experience and a record of not upholding what citizens vote for, who was running against him. And frankly, the fact that he got 38% of the vote is fucking terrifying to me. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I feel pretty confident that Washingtons can continue to be a Democratic state, but there are a lot of Republicans in this state. Yeah. They're in very various rural areas in the state. Yeah. Well... Come on, we're not that rural, and everywhere you go around here, there's somebody driving a goddamn... Flag code Never violation? Mind. Never mind. Flag code violation. Yeah. Flag code violations all over. <laughs> uh, can I just mention people that are driving vehicles that have flags attached to them? That is a flag code violation. If you'd like to go back and listen to our flag code episode, please do not have a flag... Plant it in your vehicle that is A, not lit at night, and B, tattered to the point where it shouldn't even be flying. Yeah. If you're an American and proud to be an American. And especially if you're a veteran. You should respect the American flag. That is, that's probably one of my biggest pet peeves. Being on time <laughs> and letting your American flag get tattered. That is really upsetting to me knock it off <laughs> <laughs> so i just want to throw this out there that you know we're still a long ways from president-elect biden and vice president-elect kamala harris being sworn in in january we've still got a lot of legal battles to fight we've still got dissension among the ranks we've still got quote-unquote voter fraud which we all know is bullshit i understand and i respect <laughs> Republican views, I, I don't hate Republicans. I, I want to let you know that 
we all have our opinions and we all can share our opinions. Yeah, absolutely. And if anybody wants to come on here and talk to me about them, I'm happy to listen. I've been trying to plan a conversation with a very dear friend of mine who is an ardent Trump supporter. I, number one, have not been able to get the schedule aligned with her to be able to do that. But also, for my own mental health, I'm not sure I can, honestly. And, and that's saying something because I really love and respect this person. And I'm not sure we can even at this point, because it has escalated to this point, I'm not sure we can sit down and have a conversation that is going to be meaningful and helpful. So we'll see. I'm going to try. I'm still going to try to do it, but it's probably going to have to be after all of the legal arguments are done because I just don't know that my mental health can take it. Hey, yeah. Take it as it comes. So I want you to all remember to please try to take care of yourselves, take care of each other, check in on each other. Do you have any final thoughts about this election, the, the process of waiting for a week to find out, and all of the rest of this? I just think that, uh, you know what? It doesn't take that much to give somebody a hug. Just give somebody a hug. Whether it's a stranger or a friend, just give somebody a hug. Well, let me just go ahead and warn against you from doing that because everybody still has coronavirus out there. Well, wear a fucking mask. So, if you're going to give hugs out there, um, please immediately sanitize yourselves. Both of you need to be wearing a mask. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Um, Although, you know, at some point, human contact is vital. It doesn't mean I want you to sacrifice your lives, but if you're able and willing and safe, A hug goes a long way. A hug does go a long way, but also... Excuse me, just love and respect goes a long way, I would say. Share some love. Put something out there that's positive into the universe. Cleanliness and share some love. I know it's really hard to be liberal and not gloat. It's really hard to be liberal and not be an asshole like we know many of our conservative friends would be right now if Trump was in the lead. It's really, really hard to take the high road. It's really, really hard to try to set an example for our kids. But we need to. For the next generation, for ongoing generations, is it really going to make you feel better? I mean, go back and watch Man of Steel. (laughs) with Kevin Costner and ask yourself in that scene where he asks his son would punching that bully make you feel better it might in the moment but is it really going to make you feel better in the long run it's probably not so let's try to keep that in mind extend some grace to yourself extend some grace to people that you don't agree with and we'll get through this You know, I'm very excited to be hopeful that the world is not going to be laughing at us anymore, frankly. I'm excited to see, you know, people in positions of power and cabinet positions that actually know what they're doing and don't want to actually dismantle the uh, government organization that they're in charge of. (laughs) Can we just please get rid of Betsy DeVos? (laughs) 
And Herman, well, Herman Cain's dead. Uh, Rick Perry. Who, who are all the rest? I don't even know anymore. What's her name? Kelly? What's her name? She got, she was the original. Uh... Kellyanne Conway? Oh, I miss her so much. <laughs> well, we don't have to miss the mooch because he's still alive and mooch. well. Mooch. Front stabber. Front stabber is, uh, <laughs> he's, he's on my okay list of, of conservatives. Yeah. He's still conservative. Front stabber is okay now. Front stabber is okay. So, uh, if you're going to be a stabber, be a front stabber, I guess. That's what he should leave you Who's with. the other fucking guy? What's the, the first guy? The, Sean the Spicer? Most, Spicer. Yeah. <laughs> the most attended inauguration ever. But Period. Sean Spicer's not nearly as much fun as front stabber Moochie. <laughs> Mooch, Scar- the Mooch. Scare Moochie. Yeah. I mean, if you haven't, please go and follow him on Twitter. Mooch wins. <laughs> I, like, I like the Mooch. <coughs> He's pretty entertaining. Also, uh, please follow Ben Glebe, the comedian. He's pretty great. Do you have uh, any yes, other? Yes, uh, yes. Monica Lewinsky's got some gold tweets. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. What's funny is, yeah, she was the punchline to a lot of jokes in the fucking 90s, but... She has taken control, and she's pretty funny. She's owned it. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's, definitely owned it. She's great. So, you know, if you have to be on social media, there's some suggestions of people you might want to follow. Dan Rather. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty great. Watch uh, Stephen Colbert and watch uh, Seth Meyers, if if you want to. Yeah. And, um, you know, take it one day at a time. Take it one hour at a time. We don't deserve this kind of stress, but sometimes that's all you get. Because uh, This is a good chance to take a good inhale and a good exhale and uh, start to try to relax a little bit. I heard a fantastic self-care method the other day, and, and I've heard it before, but I was reminded of it, that if you're anywhere near a body of water, you can take a rock. And you can walk along the beach or forest or wherever you are and put the stress and intentions of your thoughts into this rock. As you're walking along, put all of your worries and your stress and your anger and everything into this rock or stick that you're holding. And if you're near a fire, you can put it in a stick and throw it into the fire. That's another way that I've heard that. Uh, if you're putting it into a rock near a body of water, you finally decide that you're ready to release all of that and you take a deep breath and you th- chuck it into the water. Now, you have to be willing to actually let go of it, but it really is great for your mental health. I know it seems like a silly thing. It's kind of like breathing exercises, but they really do work. There's a reason that breathing exercises are taught. It's because they force your parasympathetic nervous system to calm your body. And that works very similarly with the rock or stick exercise. So Matt right now is throwing his head back and not listening to me. (laughs) But it is true. If you try it, it will work. I promise you. I feel like you're just like thinking of a... A horcrux? uh, Is that what you're going to say? A horcrux? uh, (laughs) What's his name? Uh, Sorry. Not horcrux, but... uh, uh, what's what's the giant dude that loves the animals? Uh, lives out in the <laughs> Hagrid. Hagrid is chucking <laughs> a giant rock across, skipping rocks across. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, Hagrid was just throwing rocks because he was angry. He I didn't know, have but, intent. But 
It's because fucking they sentenced they sentenced fucking that. It's not a Pegasus. Bugby or Bilby or yeah, whatever his name is. To death, was. yeah. Yes, but that's my point. Like, <laughs> even terrible things. Yes. You know, I work in hospice. I, I see terrible <laughs> things every day. You just reminded me of Hagrid. Yes. the giant rocks across the water. Yeah. Well, the difference is, <laughs> I want you to actually put all of that energy into the rock before you throw it. <laughs> Don't just throw it because you're angry. Yes. That is an excellent message, and I love every bit of it. It's so great. Because just understanding the simple frailty of our human lives, is there really a point in carrying that anger or frustration with you day to day? Is it going to help you? Well, maybe in the short term, but not in the long term. Because someday... We'll all be dead. <laughs> <laughs>